0: Hi, this is Chris Strickland, and I'm here with my bestie, Crystal Lynn, Cowgirl Astrologer. And this is our new podcast, and this is the pilot. So we're just going to play with this one. Hey, Crystal.
1: Hey, I'm so excited. Where do we begin?
0: I thought it would be a good idea to start with looking back a year ago at where we were and looking at where we're at right now. So many things were triggered, so many life-altering things happened. There was a dimensional shift in 2020, but 2021's here, and it almost feels like we're in another century.
1: It almost feels like when they talk about the new heaven and the new earth, it's weird because it's like a possibility that we could actually live a totally different life, really raise our, our vibration and live there. Not this continual cycle and pattern where we're, you know, we get a couple steps up and then we're falling back. Like, can we actually get there and stay there and maintain it?
0: Looking at the world around us, you would think, well, fuck no, everybody's crazy. But at the same time, I think what comes with that is a lot of people really getting serious, like really seeing things for what they are but we we got to give ourselves more credit as far as the good we do in the world for ourselves and for other people.
1: Well, I think that's it. You know, it's interesting because coming out of all of this Capricorn energy the last couple of years, Saturn and Capricorn and that whole stellum, you know, it for me personally, it just kicked my ass.
0: <laughs> oh, God, it was terrible. <laughs> it kicked
1: my ass. And I really, it really just that heaviness and physically... Emotionally, um, all of those areas, and it just felt like everything was just walking through mud. And as I came around the corner, as we were entering this new and exciting energy with Jupiter and Saturn and Aquarius that happened in December, that's when things started to change for me. It was as if this dark cloud started lifting. I mean, I don't know if you sensed that as well. Was that last year? About December, about. about November, December, we started coming around the corner and moving out of all this Capricorn energy. Saturn and Jupiter hit zero degrees, and something happened to me. I just came alive.
0: Something happened to me, too. But then again, a lot of things happened to me last year, and I don't have much memory.
1: Yeah, you've been through a lot. You got hit pretty good. You got hit pretty good. I
0: got hit pretty good. By the way, I have a huge announcement about Crystalline, and y'all are going to ship bricks. Okay, so she let it simmer.
1: Everybody- Crystal
0: wrote an entire Astrology Sunshine book. It took her a year. I was at her side helping her with edits and whatnot. And I got to watch Crystal go insane, which was a little scary to watch a friend do that. But it was also very entertaining. And this is her fingerprint in the sky.
1: Thank you for that. We like to put it. Yes. And it's true. You know, it's funny because it's something that I've been really... Honestly, afraid to talk about, exciting as the book is, but prior to the book, like you just mentioned, I went through a really tough stage and some people would call it a psychotic episode. Um, It's hard for me to even use those words, to be honest, but I'm going to, and I'm going to be honest, that I was building up to all of these areas in my life that were shackling me.
0: It was really interesting watching you go through each chapter and each sign. And I just want to let everybody out there know when this book finally does drop, read it like it's not your pickup, your horoscope book. This is Crystal's life. This is her. These are her stories. These are her experiences. What she grew up with, her philosophies, her mythologies that she puts together with the signs. And it's so interesting to read it in a way where it's not so like, yeah, you're in Aries, you're probably mad all the time. Like, it, it really uh, t- takes it a step further and dwells, like, really deep. And I do remember Crystal going to that shit and saying during some of these <laughs> chapters, and my heart went out to her because it's hard to embody some of the signs for a lot of us. I mean, there's just some signs we're not good at. And signs we excel at, so you have to like jump in all these different dimensions. And that's what Crystal did for a year.
1: Yes. And you know, it was and- so interesting because when I really had what I consider this breakdown is I was, at, I was working on cancer and I completely yeah. embodied the moon. I took on the sign and I went deep into it and I went deep into the feeling of, Losing control and losing your family and losing your life, and how much you know, as how much we hang on.
0: And I think that was probably what the that was probably the one of the scariest chapters to kind of (laughs) embody.
1: It was a Um, little crazy. It was literally like I went into another dimension, and everything from my childhood, everything from my past like my whole life just went right before me. And I literally was in this other dimension. And it was like so awesome because I didn't want to come out. And a lot of people would call that a manic episode. And you can title it any way you want. But I do have a moon in Pisces in the 12th. That is where I go deep into another realm. And then when I come back out, it is just the most incredible thing. But it's something that's hard for me to explain to anybody else. And it comes through my art.
0: It's not something a lot of people get. And people can be really judgmental as far as, you know, having water moon signs and having scary 8th and 12th and 4th house placements with these same moon signs. So you have a double whammy there. You got the Pisces moon and you got the 12th house. And that's scary. <laughs> it's
1: very scary. And it's very deep. And the, the greatest thing is I can go to the highest of highs. So part of writing this book, there were times I was on such a high, I felt like I was just inspired by God above just writing as fast as I can. And there were other times where like, even when I was writing Scorpio, I remember thinking, oh my God, what this sign really goes through because I took it on and I went there. We need- So the
0: way you wrote it was just really neat and structured and my favorite, I'm still going to say- no, I think I said Scorpio this is my new favorite, yeah. but Aerie, Aries comes close behind that. Aries and Scorpios are going to love their chapters. I just
1: wanted to encourage people because, you know, we're kind of making a light joke about, and I've used some words like crazy and psychotic and different things. In our day and age, we don't give enough credit to spirit, the spiritual journey that we're in. And some of us who are highly sensitive people really do go through these different dimensions. And in our day and age, you know, medically, we, we look at these under the mental health issues, which I am a great advocate for. It's something that I really believe, especially since Neptune's been in Pisces, this 14-year transit, that mental health issues is at the forefront. And for those right. of us who are highly sensitive, for the first time, we're feeling these things. I just want to encourage people to be able to talk about them, that I want to talk about them. And that I just did the greatest work of my life after the hardest fall of my life. That doesn't mean when we're down or we think we're never going to get up, that sometimes it's that, you know, like they say, the darkest hour, you know, right before the greatest light.
0: We're going to pick more up on that later down in the podcast. Um, I'm so excited about that because I've always been a psychology freak. When you're an astrologer, you want to know like what energetic, vibes are causing this i believe schizophrenia is just you know these are real spirits harassing these people and it's really sad that they're looked at as crazy or delusional or something chemically wrong with them that's one of the main like proactive things i want to push
1: You know, and I think, how can we bring the spiritual community and the medical community together? Because a lot of times the spiritual community is so afraid. Of course, there's many ways naturally to treat yourself, but sometimes because we are of this earth, we're of this world and our bodies can malfunction. And sometimes we do need medication. When I malfunctioned, my body was like a tissue paper of nerve endings. I needed medication to help me heal through that process, because I was under so much high intensity and high stress that my body was under, that took me months and months and months of recovery. I'm still recovering, but what are the things that we can do that we're actually living daily in, that, that helps us stay out of that place way down there and stays up? Well,
0: I just think we need like respect and love for each other at the end of the day. Like, you and I can have a conversation, shoot the shit, and, but still know and, you know, just be funny and stupid and mean. But, like, deep down, we know, we both know this about each other that we truly do care and love.
1: Also, it's like at the end of the day, and I want to say this to the astrology community because you and I talk so much about How much we really do love the astrology community. I mean, there's drama drama, and there's the tea and there's there's that, there's drama and all of you guys out there, if any of other astrologers are watching this or anyone, I just want to say that this next two and a half years with Saturn and Aquarius and all of this energy that we can be a tribe, a special tribe that we need to support each other, that there's millions of people flooding in right now learning and wanting to learn this language and we have the ability to speak this language fluently and to teach others and I just think it'd be so cool if we really come together.
0: That's a great point. And I believe everybody's kind of edging into it. I will say that I'm proud to see a lot of uh astrologers and you know people that work in our field go towards that way of thinking.
1: Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are going through some deep, deep transformations right now. That's why talking about mental health and astrology together is so important because if we can have these discussions and we can talk about some of these high vibrational experiences we're having, maybe we can help each other through them. Because if you are wanting to live and operate on a spiritual plane, then physically your body's going to go through those transformations. And sometimes that's really hard on your body. Yeah. So I think right. we need You're to very have hard
0: on your body. yeah.
1: very hard on your mind and your body. And I think that if we can have these discussions, that's the reason, you know, Chiron is an Aries and it's all about our identity. Mm-hmm. And everybody's really capturing their own identity. Who are we as individuals? Who are we as a tribe? But who are we individually? Right. And we're healing the identity.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. We're healing the identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to your chiron people like don't just look at your sun your moon whatever like the personal plant like look at your chiron see what chiron's doing that that's going to be your key to filling your wounds your, mm-hmm. your past wounds
1: well so. you know what's so interesting and this has to do with writing this book and this has to do with sharing with everybody whatever place you're in I am in the middle of writing this book literally as we speak, as I'm having my Chiron return, literally at the exact degree. I'm 52 years old. I'm having my Chiron return and I'm writing this book. It's written, but I've been to the bottom. I've been to the bottom and I've been down. Yeah, you had
0: to go there.
1: Don't be afraid to go in there because the greatest joys can come out on the other side.
0: Exactly. And I wanted to bring this up with the Fool's Journey. You have to go to hell and back to succeed, to get the prize, to get. The Saturn card, the world card at the end.
1: You know, one thing about this Aquarian energy that I love so much is it's setting us free. And the things that are coming into our life are that lightning bolt in the bottle. You know, it's that lightning bolt. It's not predictable. So if you're trying to be predictable right now and you're trying to hang on and you're trying to make things happen, it's going to just be new, but you know, not going
0: to happen.
1: Open and willing to see what's going to happen and being free enough to say, I'm willing to experience this moment. Is just exciting. You know, it is that jumping off the cliff kind of thing, though. Not everybody. Yeah. are we talking about? The cannonball?
0: <laughs> the cannonball and the fool. In the car, he's on a cliff with his dog. And the dog's like, oh, my God, you're about to be stupid and fall off that cliff. You got to pay attention to what you're doing. You can have fun with it. Nothing has to be... Land when you feel like it you feel like it that's the energy you're moving into yeah
1: well and I just want to say too you know part of part of going through these transformations you know and you kind of asked me you know what led up to this change for me you know part of it was I was holding on I was holding on to so many things that were just kind of keeping me in bondage keeping me down negative negative talk a lot of mm-hmm. negative talk. And I think that Capricorn energy can be very negative like that kind of Eeyore, you know, it's kind of that, you know, the or nobody likes me. Nobody remembers my birthday. Nobody loves me. I'll think I'll eat some worms. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: you know?
1: um, but now I've been telling myself, you know what? I want to treat myself right. I want to love myself. I want to be a part of what the universe is doing. The love that's moving, and that's that whole tribal kumbaya kind of thing.
0: Bitch, I'm gonna jump right in, like, <laughs> whether you like it or not. Yes, so there's gonna be a lot of like, no, but no, you yeah. bust up in that bitch, like I'm here. What are we talking about?
1: That's right. That's right. To mention, right. the book is in the process of being published right now, as we speak. Right now, my launch date is September 1st, but. It could be sooner than that if everything works out. It just depends. I'm giving everything it some. Life. finally happening. You know. I wanted to just say, and I want to thank you. Number one, you were, and a lot of people don't know this about our friendship, but you were the first person to comment on one of my videos back November of 2012. My Moon in Scorpio. I was doing a Scorpio video, and you went, "Hey, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Moon in Scorpio," and uh, you know. And I just loved it because it was like somebody finally spoke the truth and just spoke honestly. And we've been friends ever since. We've been around the mountain, up and down, supporting each other. We We come from two completely different lives. And yet we've crossed each other's paths. And we just want, this is what this is about. We want to bring new energy to the community.
0: Absolutely. We've all been
1: there, done that. And we're so proud of everybody.
0: I want to get everybody on this podcast. I really do every single one of you
1: yes we're coming for you we want to get to know you on a whole new level and we want to talk about honest things and we love you guys We should probably call it good this was a good uh,
0: pilot i like
1: excellent pilot we're going to be back so if you guys have questions and you want us to go deeper because chris and i got no problem going having deep conversations his moon in scorpio my moon in pisces just watch out we can go there We love you guys.
0: We love you.